0: Welcome to Starfleet Boy, where we have a casual and informal discussion about our beloved series, Star Trek. You are listening to a previously recorded conversation. All right, we are live on the air, and uh, welcome to another episode of Starfleet Boy. Uh, this is a, an episode uh, that uh, is very, very interesting. It's called The Royale.
1: You're very HD, I have to tell you. The oh, uh,
0: is there something different? Wow. Oh, look, my bed's made.
1: No, but your, the, the, your colors are just like... You're like in Technicolor. It's amazing. <laughs> wow.
0: Well, uh, Starfleet boy did, uh, did recently you, get an an upgrade to the video system here.
1: Did you run a level two diagnostics? And
0: we ran we ran a level two diagnostic. Also, it could be that the light, you know, the light is different now in at Starfleet headquarters. I don't know if you remember. There used to be this intense yeah beam of light. That yeah, but the the world has changed because of the autumn. You know, you know. So the this Earth's,
1: is the autumn colors.
0: Yeah, I think so. Like the fall Whoa. colors, the earth—you know—the earth like kind of does this. Well, you look good really... in
1: the autumn, let me tell you.
0: This is an interesting thing here. The red is just like. Yeah. I am Musaka. Do you remember that? <laughs> I can't wait to get to that episode. Okay. Um, <clears throat> do you want to do the summary, or shall I do the summary for the Royale?
1: I'll do the summary, but it's gonna be very, very short. Okay, I want to I want to hear it. <laughs> Enterprise Enterprise arrives At a mysterious planet Data, Riker, and Worf Beam down They find a A hotel stuck in a cheesy uh, Pulp novel They walk around for About a half hour And then they get out That's the end of the story
0: It was more than a half hour Was it a half hour? feel like it was more. 40 minutes. Okay, I'm going to give a slightly... It's half an
1: hour when you take away the commercials. Oh, and they find gonna... a dead body.
0: <laughs> a guy who was uh... so bored by the episode that he died during the episode. <laughs> this is I, I can already tell this is going to be a quick one. Um, I'm going to give a quick augmentation to your summary. So <laughs> <laughs> quick augmentation. That's the
1: funny.
0: augmentation, the summary augmentation. So they figure out about the planet because they they beam aboard some wreckage and it says USA on the wreckage Ooh. remember that dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. um <clears throat> and so uh basically what they find out is that uh early humans like maybe Elon Musk or uh, Buck will, Rogers or Buck Rogers will send out will send out a failed Buck Rogers send out Oof. a uh a mission to the to the stars, to deeper space, and uh, unfortunately, they get uh, attacked or not even attacked, rather uh, unintentionally. They encounter an alien life form, which kills most of the crew, save one. Uh, and out of pity, they create this like really horrifying, cheesy casino royale. The royale—it's actually casino royale. It's an homage, probably to uh, to James Bond in a weird way. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> I've read Casino Royale. It is not. Yeah, you're right. No, this is definitely not. I was just, you know, just grasping, grasping at grasping straws, grasping at straws, trying to. Anyways, Go ahead. <laughs> which I'm. It's locked. fun. I have to do it. It's fun. It's fun to watch you do that. <laughs> so they. Uh, get caught in this simulation and the only way out is to, uh, to finish the book and the book uh, thank goodness for data who reads it in you know less than a minute um, in the book the, for- the foreign investors uh, buy out the, the Hotel Royale and so uh, data and the crew gamble basically it's just a fun fun time gambling and uh, data data wins the house literally and the crew is safe to go back home.
1: Your summary is more entertaining than the episode. <laughs> Did you find nothing at all redeeming about this episode? I mean, it had enormous potential, obviously, but they just squandered it with with really banal um, uh, characters that they found. I mean, I know that it's supposed to be a bad... Pulp novel, but you could at least have had a little fun with it. But I really felt like I was trapped in a bad.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was a bad Star Trek Next Generation episode. I well, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't mean, think it was... it's one of the best. I'm not going to argue uh, for for it to be one of the best, but um, I think that uh, the only parts I, I, you know, I agree with you for the most part. The parts that I did enjoy, though. Um, it just seemed like the actors were having so much fun um with the silly plot. you know they were just kind of playing playing it up, playing it up a little bit, if you will. um I especially thought it was another chance for uh, Brent Spiner here to to show a different side of data like you know, when he's you know kind of inquiring about um you know poker and the other games and how he like Basically he wins every single time. <laughs> you know, like that's there's no there's nothing like, you know, he just can accurately throw these dice uh so that he gets the numbers he wants every single time. So. it's
1: blackjack, right? <clears throat> is that what he's winning?
0: The first one is blackjack. Uh I'm not sure what the second game with the dice is. I'm not a gambler. Yeah, neither am I. So, I'm not really sure. Um I thought that it was one of those episodes that I had forgotten about completely. Um, I don't think I would watch it. I don't Ever think I would really again. watch it. <laughs> I would watch it intentionally unless we're doing another yeah, rewatch part two in 10 years or something like that. <sighs> when, when, no. When we're, when we're very old. No. <laughs>
1: it, it felt, I, I think it. there was obviously potential, um, You know, they could've gone the creepy route with that hotel. Actually, when they find a dead body, I thought it was gonna get creepy, but it doesn't. It's just sort of, um, it's not even sad. It's just sort of, there's just no, you just have no, it's just utter boredom is the the only thing that that episode evokes. I mean, uh, they could have done something. They could have shot it so at least you would get some atmosphere into it while they're exploring the hotel. Um, I think with the with the characters that were inhabiting the story, you know, it was it was supposed to evoke uh, film noir. You know, the old or the old 30s and 40s pulp novels, and it didn't have either the the violence or I mean shocking violence or 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 even the the pathos of those novels I mean it was just it was just played really badly um, uh, every time that guy showed up who I don't know he was in love with who who was he in love with Maria or something oh, the- and-
0: the uh, bellboy or whatever. The bellboy. I mean that and whole then, thing yeah. and that
1: cheesy music <laughs> they would play whenever that would happen. I mean it was just really bad. I, and
0: Mickey, I, Mickey D. <laughs> and Mickey D. Yeah,
1: everything was just bad. Um, <laughs>
0: whoa! Whoa! Oh no. <laughs> oh no! We've lost communications. It's, it's so bad that my communicator
1: communicator just fell off.
0: <laughs>
1: um, and and also I think they could have done more with. Um, with them exploring a way out, you know, there could have been some cool <clears> moments there. Instead, it was just sort of like, "Oh, let's look behind this drape. Oh, we can't get out, you know, I mean, I don't know. it just didn't it just so didn't go anywhere It, it it's didn't like, do anything. it was just it was just there. it was there was nothing. there was nothing I mean, for me,
0: obviously, we have the benefit of many years of other kinds of uh, trapped in a maze. Uh, tv are you gonna series? mention the doctor who episode i you know i have to oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there, there's an 11th doctor episode where they're they're trapped 12th? in that hotel oh huh? oh the 11th oh that's the one
1: you're gonna i thought you were gonna talk about the okay never mind yeah oh the 11th oh. one that's right the you 11th remember? doctor one yeah the that one was um well, that when one you was say- cool
0: yeah, because you were saying creepy and all those things, right. you know, like you see, and there was a mystery. That is an excellent example
1: of how they could have, um, how they could have made it uh, creepy. I mean, it's it's all evocative of The Shining, right? Right. I mean, That's they could have done like, something there. Um, I don't know. It just like even the way it was shot, like when the guy was handing everybody the keys, and you would have these. Reaction shots from Worf and Riker and Data slowly as the, the keys are being handed <laughs> out. And I'm like, I don't care. I mean, they're not saying anything witty, so who cares?
0: I mean, yeah, I don't know. It and- was just bad, it was really bad. None of the, there was also a lot of opportunity, at, you know, not not compare, obviously Doctor Who came later, uh, so it's not an, a really good way to say, like, oh, you know, this Doctor Who episode did it better, but it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. Um, there was, though, uh, I thought that, um, you know, again, where they had a chance, like, okay, maybe, you know, this is like one of those capsule episodes, it's taking us away from the Enterprise, it's in one set, um, at least give us some really interesting, uh, you know, characters like what you said earlier. Like Mickey D. wasn't very interesting. He's also not what I expected. He was like this young kind of guy. I was thinking of like a more burly, you right, know, character right. that would have been um, more in keeping with yeah. The concierge was just, you know, he he was he was good at being really mean and kind of to the point and and somewhat you know infuriating, but. That's about all. Like there was no real depth to any of them, and then the very cliched sort of you know Texan character oh, was like man. And what's weird is this is another time we see this character come up, which is very odd because they you remember the the actual people that were at the end of season um yeah. season one and there was a Texan Jerry type, Reed yeah okay. smoking the bandit yeah <laughs> right so it was like. <laughs> <laughs> So we had another character like that and you know he just wasn't very interesting. I thought that could Yeah, you know, there was a lot of opportunities like to to at least kind of give us something there and none of the characters really uh were interesting at all. No, no I, not at all. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we really uh we really have nothing else to talk about this episode. <laughs> yeah, I'm
1: I'm looking at uh, once again the uh the good old companion. The good old companion. What does it have to say? <laughs> it has to say that, um, well, it was supposed to be surreal, but it just came out as unfocused. Um,
0: <laughs> who wrote The Companion? Is it a third party?
1: Well, actually, uh, it, the name of the writer Keith Mills is a pseudonym for Tracy Torme, who reportedly removed his name from the script after Maurice Hurley objected to its surrealism, comedy, and subtle satire. Hurley oh. later said he thought it too derivative of the uh, copycat aliens in the original Trek episode, a piece of the action. Hmm. Okay. Interesting. Um, yeah, hmm. apparently, uh, it, yeah, it had its budget cut, so it resulted in a casino built out of curtains and some tricks, according to the <laughs> uh, director, Cliff Boyle. <laughs> The original um, draft of the Royale completed on January 10th, one of two scripts that had one Torme a staff job during the Next Generation's first season. The astronaut survivor was actually the last of his crew of seven to die. His image was then kept alive in this macabre setting to be entertained by the captured Enterprise Party. In the end, as with Pike and Vina in the original Trek pilot, The Cage, a dead-away team crew woman is retained to keep the astronaut company after the unseen casino manager agrees to tell the story and release the crew oh that's way better yeah in that early draft dr Pulaski at one point was supposed to say i'm a doctor not a magician <laughs> interesting uh, dr. Uh, Pulaski. despite the story's unevenness much federation and earth history is revealed here as seen in Colonel Stephen Ritchie's uniform patch, the United States is 50, said to have had 52 states. 52 states,
0: yeah. Right. Huh. And that will be happening... I did think that was... Will it be happening soon as Puerto Rico... And, well, it'll uh, be
1: happening between the years of 2053 <laughs> and 2079. Uh, the year the new United Nations fell... Richie's flight launched on July twenty third, 2037 and overseen by NASA with its 1970s era logo was the third to try to push outside the
0: solar system.
1: Given That's, that this uh,
0: We're not on track unfortunately. Human humanity is not on the same track as uh Colonel Richie's crew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then it
1: uh by by the way for math fans the missing proof that Vermont's lost theorem devised by the 17th century inventor of differential calculus and differential geometry would show that X... Oh, gosh. X to the nth power plus (laughs) Y to to the nth power equals Z to the... I'm sorry, I can't read that. Okay, this just turns into math. Who cares? Was it
0: solved? Has it been solved?
1: Um... That's
0: about one... I I totally forgot about that. In 1993,
1: somebody claimed that... Yeah, they, they discovered a proof. Yeah. And there you go. Princeton University professor Andrew Wells.
0: And he might have been inspired by this episode. So that's about the only use... This episode has had in in history in history. <laughs> <It was like laughs> yeah, this is a really bad
1: episode. Um, <clears throat> I mean, they could have had some fun with Riker and Worf and Data, you know. Uh, and I, I think, I mean, Data I, they did, but Riker and Worf just had nothing to do.
0: I well, I genuinely think, I genuinely think that like this was probably one of those phone at home episodes because they didn't know what to do they it w- went off track it sounds like it sounds like the budget you know was um not met and so yeah, it just went <laughs> <laughs> well that was a little too i shook a uh, shook my mic up there um well. I guess we could talk about some Star Trek related information. I don't know if you saw the news, but Star Trek Discovery has been pushed back to May. As per your prediction. As per my prediction. Yeah, it's true.
1: That's right. And I think Worf
0: was here to witness that first time around. <laughs> I didn't predict it would be pushed back to May. I just couldn't understand the it just the the timing just didn't seem right. You know, it was like, "Oh, you're going to have a full, you know, Even even a first episode of a of a Star Trek series, especially with the expectations that audiences have today, um, filmed, special effects done, all that stuff by Jan, you know, sometime in January. Yeah, it just just didn't seem right. It didn't seem right at all. Yeah, you were right. You were right. You know, because Nicholas Mayer and Brian Fuller. You were right. Tell your sister that you were were right. right. Because of, um, you know, the involvement of Nicholas Mayer and Brian Fuller, I am, I have, I have a lot of patience, but I have to say it is a little, uh, strange and, and somewhat of an alarming situation that, you know, I don't know, is this how shows are made nowadays? Is it like totally, you know, is this a response to the, uh, sort of, uh, amazing content that's coming out of YouTube by fans or what's going on? like... Were they testing the waters with the teaser, and it didn't get a great response? Like, what do you what is, What are your theories, Doctor?
1: I think that um, we're living in a in an age where release dates are sort of thrown out before you even have a script or uh, you even have a budget. In some cases, uh, I was just reading um, something similar happened to. Um, one of the Bond movies, and, you know, it, it's just... One of the those?
0: the Daniel Craig, the new
1: ones? Yeah, one of the Daniel Craig mm-hmm. ones, and it was just like, you know, you have a date, you got to meet that day, uh, although in Star Trek's case, it's nothing new. Uh, Star Trek 1 had the same issue.
0: And Star Trek 6, as you told us uh, and Star Trek 6 a couple weeks ago.
1: Had the same issues as well, so... Um, you know, I mean, what, what, what can you say? Um, I'm still sort of of the mind. I don't understand why we're indulging in this uh, obsession with with vintage Star Trek uh, and this recreating vintage Star Trek. Uh, I think we should
0: go forward. Um, yeah, we had this long uh, yeah on our on our 50th anniversary episode, and I think maybe we did talk about the delay. Now that I remember, how many people have watched
1: that? By the way, I'm curious.
0: Uh, Quite a few. It was like, really? uh, no, yeah. I mean, uh, not on the YouTube. <laughs> really not on the youtube no but on the on the podcast on the, we, I, on the
1: podcast okay yeah
0: we got like i think it was close to 70 downloads so that was really nice. nice thank you th- a moment to just say thank you to everyone who listens or partially yeah. listens we're not sure if you listen all the way through but <laughs> if you made it this far we really appreciate it <laughs> and of course we always
1: invite people to join us and um be part of the crew
0: yeah, absolutely. Uh which uh not going to give you details at the moment, but uh some exciting uh news came down the communications channels. Uh so mm-hmm. uh stay tuned for that and we'll we might have a new uh new person joining us very soon as well. Um this our crew is growing. Yay. <laughs> it's very nice. <laughs> um, also a uh, little plug for Drunk Space 9. Um it's oh October, so yeah, apparently, drunk space nine is going to come back in October. I've had a chance to rehabilitate my liver. <laughs> drunk space nine. Hold on, let me let me get the, <laughs> the station here.
1: Oh gosh, the Enterprise is stuck in deep space nine.
0: Hold on, <laughs> Tarraknor, and it's tangled. Which Enterprise? Da, 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 da. Do, 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 do. What is that stand? Hold on a second. You got to say something.
1: Oh, this is this is the stand it came with. It's supposed to... It's like it's supposed to light up. Here, let me get Worf out of the way.
0: Um, oh, that's a cool view.
1: Yeah. And actually, it's missing ops. I got, it at a oh, gar- yeah. I got it at a garage sale. So it's missing ops. But it's okay. I've got this cool stand and... Uh, it's pretty cool. Was uh,
0: was it like ops removable? Like, does it explode or something? Like when you attack it?
1: No, it, it, it when you when you purchased it originally, you know there are certain pieces that you had to put together. Uh, is that this was northern? One of them. Is this a Northern Lights model? This is no. This is a toy from Playmates from oh. from the nineties. This is limited to, um, gosh, I used to know the number. It was limited to like I don't know three thousand or something.
0: Did it wow that's a, a very limited run for playmates did um did do ships dock on it because it looks like yes
1: it, has, it right very good eye I can put yeah. the enterprise right there
0: do you I ha- think it like, did
1: come with the, I, I think it did come with the enterprise but oh, I, wow. it, it wasn't it wasn't in the in the box like I said this is uh, at a garage sale and it
0: was um
1: I want to say it was ten dollars
0: amazing yeah originally yeah, it, it must cool. have been like Twenty or something, or 30. Oh,
1: yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And I never saw it in stores. I I was working at Toys R Us at the time, and I never saw Deep Space Nine.
0: Well, I mean, with that kind of a limited run, I can imagine only like major markets got them, or, you know, like... Well, we, you know, Miami's not a minor market, so who knows? Yeah, I
1: don't know. But I never saw it. Um, but Deep, Deep Space Nine had very limited toys. And uh, so I'll be... More than happy to to join
0: you guys if I'm awake. For excellent, um, I think we're going to try to do some more. Uh, Goldie Scott is uh, reworking it a little bit. I think we're going to do more daytime type episodes. So I think that the opportunity will be there, Doctor. I think uh, we should wrap this one up so we can move on to a little slightly more interesting episode that oh, uh, yes. we're going to talk about. <laughs> so I'm going to go ahead and give my rating first. Um, ooh, dwarf. Died. Was, uh, Sorry, he is very unhappy yes, <laughs> with is. the with the results. Um, my rating for this episode will be a three. No, two point five. Uh, I uh, I give it a one. Oh well. There you have it. See, not Starfleet. Is Boy this the lowest you've ever given an episode? I can't. You I know my ratings. My ratings are very in the moment, <laughs> as oh. you know. But your moments
1: uh, last for a really long time.
0: <laughs> I would say that, yeah, I think this is one of the, the lowest rated. I'm trying to remember. Yeah. I usually block out. I usually mentally block out the bad ones. So it's hard to, you know, I have Did you that. remember this episode? I didn't remember it initially. And then it started coming back to me and I kind of, but I didn't remember. Yeah, there was a lot of not remembering happening. My brain did not retain this episode. But the next nothing one... To retain. I will, oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I will say one thing. Oh, yeah. Times Squared. I will say one
1: good th- uh I did enjoy... I thought it was funny the... the. Um, it was kind of a meta moment when Troy walks in and Picard's listening and she's like, did they really write dialogue like this or something like that? And <laughs> Picard's like, yeah. you know, He's just there. I mean, this is this guy who's so used to...
0: Um, Shakespearean this
1: Right. But at the same time, though,
0: he reads those... Uh, Dixon, Dixon Hill. Dixon That's right. So. Right. This should have been nothing new to him.
1: Well, but this is like bad even by those standards. So <laughs> that really tells you just how bad this novel is.
0: <laughs> wait, wait a second there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's if always- he can't
1: even enjoy it and he likes that stuff, that means this, this, this novel is just terrible.
0: <laughs> so nobody read the Royale. Definitely don't take that book with you on a space mission. And actually, no. lesson lesson learned uh, from this episode is do not take bad books with you on space flights because you may be stuck in them for the rest of your life. Exactly. There we go. I will, if I ever go to space, I think I'll definitely take a Doctor Who novel, a Star Trek Vendetta. I'll take Star Trek Vendetta. That novel's oh, my great. My kobo. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make sure you delete all the bad books from there. Yes. <laughs> oh, by the way, did you see um, uh, From Hell's Heart, the new book that came out this week? No. It has an interesting plot. Well, uh, the reason I mention this is because we just recently uh, spoke about Star Trek 3. And by the way, when I say it came out this week, it's actually weeks ago because as, no, as that was you when know, we... <laughs> we, we recorded this when that happened. But right. now it's no longer Timey Winy Timey yeah. Whimy <laughs> Um <clears throat> anyways it's it's uh Cruz's uh uh family you know, the, his house goes into um chaos after his death and really yeah and korge who's his son and i could have sworn star trek 5 klingon guy was korge but i'm not 100 percent sure uh his son korge uh plots a revenge and it doesn't play out until the events of star trek the next generation and so the the cover for the novel is pretty interesting because um it's got the enterprise 1701 racing toward the uh Screen and uh, the uh, E like flying past it behind it. Really? Yeah, and I don't this think is in
1: stores right now.
0: Yeah, it just came out this wow. week. Here, if you uh, if you can talk about something to distract our audience, I'll pull up the uh, the image so you can That's see it.
1: Cool. <clears throat> I'm actually currently reading. Um, I don't know how recent this is. I'm reading a uh, Cast No Shadow, which is a novel. Which has Lieutenant Velaris, uh seven years after the, the events of Star Trek Six, oh. and uh, there's a there's an incident once again in the Klingon Empire, and Sulu and the Excelsior are sent to investigate. Along with um, Valaris Vel- has been imprisoned for all this time. She uh, and uh, Spock helps get her out, and they go to the Neutral Zone and. Uh, it reads pretty well.
0: Oh wow! Yeah. All right, here we go. We're gonna do some screen. Some screen sharing. sharing. Yep. Here we go. Oh. And uh, there's the cover. Oh my god. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Book one. Oh, yeah, hold on. Present to everyone. There we go. Now everyone can see it. Yeah. So book one, and it's it's like a yeah new New York Times best selling author. John I haven't Jackson read anything Miller, by him, nor have I. Can I? Wow, that's a great cover. Yeah, it's pretty cool, isn't it? Yeah. So there's some uh, <laughs> there's oh. some Star Trek news for you. <laughs> so there's a book to
1: read instead of the Royale.
0: <laughs> instead of the Royale, take read. Yeah. So book one's called Prey. Wow. It's the Hell's Heart series, and I guess the first one is called Prey. Wow. By the way, I don't know if you noticed the error there. I don't know if it is an error, but it it was the seventeen oh one A on the on the show cover. Show me. Show me yeah, I'll show, show you again here. Hold on. Uh, let's do this. And I don't know if you can you can I can't zoom in, but um, yeah, I can't. Yeah, it's with. the A. Yeah, it says A. Yep, yep and you can tell by the nacelles. What? How are the nacelles different on the A? Aren't they more Isn't
1: there a, a more of a little No. They're rounder.
0: That's no the the refit one, o 01 and the A are indistinguishable. 'Cause it start the events start in Star Trek three, so I thought they would put the O one. The refit. The refit and the A are indistinguishable.
1: Right. Oh, but I, I, I thought I okay, right. I thought yes. you had said that it was <laughs> that you it was this
0: one that was on the No cover. no no. It starts with the events okay. in Star Trek three.
1: Oh, okay. Alright.
0: And in fact, well, then, yeah, in fact and then then yeah, yeah. then. And if we're Go gonna along. get really uh, picky, I'm gonna put the image. I'm gonna throw the image back up. Because <laughs> it's a great cover. It is a great cover. So if we're gonna get really picky, the 1701A never had the gold-colored lit, lit uh, dif- you know dish. No, you're right. It was. Uh, it's always blue after this.
1: But could that be because of the uh, somehow the reflection of that that solar body behind it or something?
0: Well it's behind it, so I would argue oh, that's, no.
1: That's true, you're right.
0: <laughs> but you know, not not a big deal. Still exciting. Still an exciting really cool cover. Co- cool cover, yeah. yeah Much no. better
1: than the episode we just reviewed.
0: <laughs> so Alright, let's help. get to time squared. Alright, all right. So uh
1: live long and prosper. Live long and prosper. Just not on the royale. Ha 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 ha!